Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pasternak drops it to McAvoy. Closes. Pasternak! Uh, the mass holes with the call on Bruins TV. Good morning, Metroplex. Sean Tree, Bobby Bell with you. RJ Choppy is out sick. It happened again. A 3-2 overtime loss for the Stars at the AAC. The Bruins win it with a minute 16 left in Monty's return to the Metroplex. 3-1-4 and four on the homestand. Five of those games went to extra time including four straight. Unreal. Elias Sports Bureau need to find out if this has ever been done in a season before for the Dallas Stars, who are still having an amazing season. And last night, Tolo Michael, basically uh, the station ticket broker, said this was the hottest seat. Forget about Kyrie's home debut with Luka. It was this last night. Battle of East versus West. Peyton, were you watching? I was watching, and I mean, off to the you know very beginning, I mean, it looked like this was going to be an ugly game. I mean, I think the Bruins started off with like 12 or 13 shots before the Stars even got one, maybe two on the board. Um, and then, I mean, you had Rupe Hansen, uh, Jason Robertson get the Stars a 2-1 lead. But then, yeah, you know, you, you give the Bruins uh, some extra chances there, and uh, they forced overtime, which, I mean, hey, if you're the Stars, if you're a Stars fan, a point's a point. You know, you're still first in the Central. Um, they lost in overtime again, 3-2, and I looked it up. The Stars have been involved in 12 3-2 games this season. 12? And I believe seven have gone to overtime. Wow. So we still have, what, 25, 26 games left in the season? Bobby, are we seeing the purge take place in Filthy with the Eagles coaching staff? How big, big of a factor do you think will it be? RJ would say it doesn't matter whatsoever, especially with his boyfriend, Nick Sirianni, still in charge. But Shane Steichen, Indy, and now Jonathan Gannon fills the last head coaching spot in the league as he signed up with Arizona yesterday. You about think this will be a time. big problem? It's about Philly? time they got a head coach in Arizona. That thing had dragged on way too long because they were what? They were the first? They were the first to have an opening. 
and they were they were way delayed getting this one handled. Uh, I mean, if they were settled on Gannon, though, that was gonna that was gonna take some time, obviously, until they got freed up. But uh, yeah, I mean, losing Gannon, losing Steichen, two young, well thought of coordinators in the NFL, that that hurts. I, I think that you know if we. It's like, you know, in an offseason losing Quinn and Kellen. Um, I mean, that's something that we would go, yeah, that's significant. That matters to the structure of your team. Broadus brought up a good point yesterday I thought was really interesting is that Nick Sirianni is a young coach who doesn't have a ton of stops. Like, his Rolodex isn't deep. Mm. It's not like, you know, if Andy Reid loses somebody, he's got, like, all these coach contacts where, hey, who's somebody who's up and coming? Who's somebody I can call? Sirianni's a guy who that that's going to be difficult. Now there's talk that I guess the quarterback coach, uh, Brian Johnson, like he could get elevated to offensive coordinator. I don't know what their plans are yet for defensive coordinator, but um, you know, they'll, they'll fill it out as best they can, but it's, there's not a lot of, there, there's not a lot of easy options for them. I don't think another young guy, except this is the defensive one who's going to coach Kyler now. Yeah. That's interesting. That, Cause you're breaking away from the trend in general about you know i wonder if their approach is we need a head coach to focus on these sorts of things over here and we're just going to hire an offensive coordinator to work directly with kyler we don't need the head coach being distracted by the kyler interaction and and the kyler growth and things like that and so uh but it does break from the trend of of hiring more offensive-minded coaches just like the jets did last year when they uh hired robert sala and so it's I think a decent hire, Jonathan Gannon, I think did a decent job, but I mean, Eagles fans will tell you how much they, they can't stand him, but it is interesting. Steichen and Gannon, as young as they are, I saw this note yesterday, Sean McVay is about to enter his seventh season as head coach of the Rams. He's still the youngest head coach in the NFL. McVay? Mm -hmm. What? Yep. Wow. I'm stunned. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Steichen gave a quote that RJ is going to love. He's going to love Indianapolis all over again since the Peyton Manning days. He said, we are going to throw to score points. We're going to run to win. Oh, my God. If that's not on RJ Choppy's tombstone, throw to score, run to win. That's the way you got to do it. You get up, you you get ahead with the passing game, and then you shut things down with the running game. You control the clock. You run things out. That's the way you got to do it. So it's it's similar the uh, the the Cowboys' new offensive line coach, which why the hell is his name slipping me at the moment? Um, but he had he gave a coaching Old clinic guy from Seattle. Yeah, Mike Solari. Uh, Mike Solari had given a coaching clinic a couple years back where he said something similar. Where he said, uh, "You you win games running the ball. You win the Super Bowl throwing it," and so. That's a, a good mentality to have here in Dallas. It's a good mentality for Indianapolis to have. But, of course, the key is going to be if you, if you want to get ahead in games with the quarterback, you need to have a quarterback there in Indy. Derek Carr is free and available. Officially released by the Raiders. Some different teams being tied to him. Of course, the Saints, the Bucks, the Colts, the Titans, San Francisco, Houston, Carolina, the Jets, and the Washington Commanders. Not that there's necessarily interest, just fits that could make sense for Derek Carr. I think the commanders would make the most sense. And that's where, honestly, even though he struggled last year, he had a an aggressive fall-off last year, Derek Carr did, where it was like, you're talking about a guy who's been one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the NFL the last several years, all of a sudden goes from 67, 68% completions to down damn near under 60. And so uh, he, he had a bad fall-off. He's not going to, his best football's probably behind him. 
But I would take a, again, as you're looking for bridges until you can get things settled down in Washington, I think him with the commanders would be a really good fit. Last night you had the hockey matchup. Tonight you got the hoops one. The Dallas Mavericks in Denver to take on the number one seed Nuggets. A lot of people arguing back and forth. Is it Denver or is it Phoenix right now in the West? The Suns. I was hoping for, you know, the totally new look Phoenix Suns, but Kevin Durant's still not playing. Either way, you had Devin Booker out there as Phoenix beat the Kings 120 to 109. So not only is Kyrie to the Mavericks, it's fun for us. And it makes the Mavs must-see every night. Now we get to pay attention to the rest of the teams in the Western Conference. How does Phoenix stack up versus a Kings team uh, that split with us over the weekend? De'Aaron Fox had 35. DeAndre Ayton, 29-11. and 11. Devin Booker had 32. And Chris Paul had 17 and 19 assists. They'll be adding Kevin Durant to that very soon. Yeah, and uh, Dallas going to Denver tonight with that. You look at the the Mavericks have had so much trouble on the road this year. So this is one of the areas where you're you're hoping to see things. You got the split with Sacramento on the road. That was good to see. Um, you you beat the Clippers on the road. That was good. This will be a good opportunity again now with you know Kyrie and Luca working together to see can you go on the road? Can you beat one of these top tier teams? And and arguably, in my opinion, still the best team in the Western Conference in Denver. Denver's favored by six. What is Joker going to do to this interior after what we just saw the Minnesota Timberwolves do? I mean, probably what he does every night, like 50, 30, and 15 <laughs> or whatever he puts up all the time. He's so freaking good. Right? He's it, so good. It's, it's sickening. This has been a tough road stretch for the Mavericks, though. They they just came off a five-game road trip. Then they get one game home against Minnesota, and they're back on the road again. I'm trying to find Denver with the rebounding numbers throughout the league. Uh, the Mavs are dead last. Uh, the good news is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 40, 50, 60. They're not in the top 15. They're not in the top 17 in terms of rebounding. So maybe they will not totally completely hammer us on the boards. That's because they don't miss shots. That's why. <laughs> oh, never mind. Here's Kyrie Irving addressing questions, addressing questions about his Mavs future with the media. I would love to just uh, have a respect of um, you guys and everybody the rest of the season are just like continuously asking me that because it just puts unwarranted distractions on us and our team and I've dealt with it before and it's very emotionally draining to ask questions like what's the long term what's the long term what is it but I, I will say that from the start of when I came here there's been nothing but a warm embrace nothing but genuine love and nothing but a familiarity of relationships that I could really look to uh, in times of, of questioning or confusion um, and just taking it one day at a time um, you know, that's all I could do in this life. And uh, what the future holds is really uh, only going to be dictated on what I do right now and how I prepare for those next steps. And that's being the best teammate I can in that locker room, being a great leader out here uh, in, within the Dallas community, within the NBA, um, and just continue to be myself and develop. Um, so I think just putting that to bed and just focus on what we have ahead as, as a team. Man, impossible not to love the answer. I agree with KMC. I liked his approach with it. This will be another opportunity for me to put my DFW media theory to the test that Kyrie, that will make Kyrie like it here. Okay? The story the other day, here's my theory. I think you were throwing up at the time. (laughs) I think I heard the theory, but go ahead. The theory is that because our media is not what he's used to, his typical issues and storylines and drama and topics 
will not blow up as much here, and therefore he'll like it more. He has not – a lot of times he's very defensive with the media, right? Very yep. much like Kevin Durant. He just looks looks disgusted, looks ticked off. When he took down the Jewish apology the other day, it made more national headlines than local headlines. It did not blow up to the magnitude that I thought because he's not going to get asked about it. And I'm not calling out our media. There's different medias, right? He's not going to be asked about it every single day. And I feel like, Bobby, this question about his future, he's not going to get pressed and asked about it nonstop from the Mavs media. He addressed it. He said, not the time for it. They'll ask when it's appropriate later on. And I think that will make him less annoyed with the coverage here. And hopefully he'll like it and be on his best behavior. That's my theory. That's possible, but it's also, you got to remember his national profile. And so anything he tweets, anything he says on a Twitch stream, anything yeah. like, I mean, there's still oh, yeah. going to be a ton of national scrutiny that even if it's not given by the Dallas media, it's going to to get him burned occasionally, probably. I, I, I mean, look. Well, I, look, I haven't seen it on the first fake show so far. Kyrie doesn't want to address future. Kyrie this, Kyrie that. A lot of times, and I think it could work out in our favor here, when people come and play in DFW, except for the Cowboys, you get buried with the national coverage. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, and that, this time it can work out good. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we obviously didn't hear as many issues about Kyrie in Cleveland as we did with Boston and Brooklyn, but, and, and those are obviously bigger media markets that have more attention on them. But, uh, you know, I also think that give it some time. Yeah. He's, he, he's, he, and, and he's evolved since his days in Cleveland. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this article at some point on Kyrie, but he's evolved over the course of the last like five years, especially where things have changed and, and he's, he's just very unpredictable. 877-881-1053 truckwreck.com text line. RJ lasted 30 minutes this morning. He went home sick, but we are still going to chop it up. A Dallas Mavericks couple has us examining if you can ever like a girl's photos. What are the rules on that? Plus, Bobby Belt asking if anyone else can still drive stick. We got restaurant bands, we got OnlyFans, and we got greedy people. We're still going to chop it up, along with a Fall Out Boy ticket giveaway. Next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here we go, fellas. Let's have a little fun today. 
All right, RJ Choppy left the show after 30 minutes. It must have helped that he still went out, ate sushi, and drank last night. Very smart uh, smart way of addressing a cold, but he sounded a hot mess, so I was like, get the heck out of here. We got Bobby Belt in your chair. Sean and Bobby, we got Peyton and Ryan in the back here on DFW Sports Station. Our way to thank you again for being a Tolo is to hook you up with tickets. We got Fallout Boy coming up this hour. The Expressway is commercial free up until 8 a.m., but this is the segment that now has our highest amount of text message interaction. It is chopping it up. And this is a carryover from Peyton at the AAC before the Timberwolves game the other night. And he was trying to mess with different people out there, different couples that he gathered. And it brought up an interesting conversation that we want to attack here with you based on this audio. What's the biggest fight y'all have been into and what started it? Man. Facebook. Yeah. What happened on Facebook? Facebook. It gets you in trouble. Like heart and fire emojis. Oh, no. You got in trouble for liking a post? Under girls' pictures, yeah. And but we're past that, right? He doesn't do it anymore, right? Yeah, no, we're he's good. Yeah. <laughs> he's here, that. right? <laughs> he survived, right? Yeah. All right, last one I got for y'all. No, no, no! You're leaving out the best part. That, that was the Bobby part, right? We gotta go ahead. And yeah, play. I got it. All right, all right. We gotta go ahead. And all right, play. last one I got for y'all. Do you know who Bobby Bell is? Bobby Bell, uh, 105.3, I hear him. Something. That's correct. That's the radio station I work for. Yeah, I listen to um, I listen to 105.3 quite often, actually. What's your favorite show on 105.3? Morning show, the morning show. You like the morning show, Sean and RJ? Who's the guys in the morning. Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guys. Yeah, I, lo- I love that show. So you know who Bobby Bell is? Yeah. Awesome. Found a Tolo, baby. Sounds like you set that up. You it kind did. of fed him. No, swear. Did and not. And that you were saying Bobby Bell. Until so the end. What yeah, I, the Chiefs so I'm looking at the wavelengths here on the, the audio form. And oh. what I did was I had my phone and I I moved it towards them to get their answer. So I think it dragged out the, you know, it was Bobby Bell. Okay. So Bobby Bell and then Bobby Belt at the end. But they knew who you were. They couldn't name the rest of us. So Bobby's head getting even bigger. Uh, okay. So this brings up this issue and topic. And Barstool was kicking this around the other day. When and what can you like? When it comes to other ladies or other guys out there and you're in a relationship, what are the ground rules in your home? 877-881-1053. He got in trouble for liking other posts. Uh, there's there's people who aren't allowed to go near the stove. There's people who do it and try to get away with it. Maybe there's some more open relationships where you're allowed to. Let's get into it. Man, I don't know that him liking the post, it sounded like, I don't know that liking the post got him in as much trouble as the fire emoji. Like, what, <laughs> that's the, that is just, look, I love you if you're out there listening. What was this gentleman's name again, Peyton? Uh, this would be David. David. Okay, David, I love you. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad you're a Tolo. Don't just friendly advice. Like you don't use emojis. Like, if you want damn, to, you're hot. You're you, smoking yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's no need. If you're using a fire, the only time <laughs> I use fire emojis are on like um, like like if somebody's gone on a rant or something. Like a hot take. Yeah. Like now, if I was single, I might use the fire emojis more. But I'm not single, and so I'm taken. And so uh, my wife gets all my fire emojis. Okay. So. What social media is your wife on? Just Facebook. That's okay, it. So so. Instagram, she's not like monitoring it. 
No. I mean, she got Instagram at one point and then never used it. I keep. T- I've tried to get her on the other social media platforms. Yeah, because you know, like on Instagram, you can see like who your friends like. So if it's like some hot photo and your significant other clicks on it. Well, guess who's going to pop up first as liking it? Sean be- Sharif and 12,000 other people. Sean Sharif and 12,000 <laughs> other people. Now, now here's the other thing. Well, look, Instagram did get rid of the uh, the activity tab. You remember how that used to snitch on people? Do you remember that, Peyton, the activity tab? I think so. Wait, you, this, was about, this was about five years ago they finally got rid of it. But it was the activity tab, and you could go to activity, and it would just show you like a running stream of everything your friends had been liking and so like every single thing they liked was exposed to the public and it snitched on a lot of people got a lot of people in trouble um no i generally i use my likes on instagram especially to just make sure the algorithm is letting me see people like if you don't like a post like i remember one of my buddies i hadn't liked something of his like his last three posts and then it just disappeared from my feed and I went and saw him, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's posted, like, six things since here. I, like, I'm not even keeping up with him anymore. So, generally, like, I throw a like to just about everybody that I follow, like, whenever they pop up, if I haven't seen them in a while, just because it's like, well, I want to make sure they stay in the feed. But, uh, yeah, I don't think you can – I think thirst traps you can't like. Yeah. That's going to get you in trouble every single time. Now, yeah. what about, like, a, a friend, like a, a good friend of Amanda's, and you're just, like, liking just because, oh, she's friends with Amanda and well, stuff? Like, does that well, bail you out? Well, what's the post? Oh, bikini picture. No. No. Even if it's just a friend, you're like, you're, you're, like, you're supporting her. No, not in my household. Not with my wife. Oh. Hell no. And she's all over social media. It's got to be like, oh, I got a new job. <laughs> like, oh, my kid. Is making it to the next grade. Look at my dog. Like, look at my dog. <laughs> Any provocative photo. Uh, you know what? It could be like a it could be like a girlfriend with her child po- posting. That's it. They're in some type of dress. They're in some type of outfit. I ain't going near it. Hell no. My wife, she don't play with that stuff. I always tell her, I'm like, you'll always have. It doesn't matter what I do in life. She, she's. She's got that trait. She got that gene in her. There's always like a one percent. There'll always be a one percent doubt, no matter Skeptical. what I do. Skeptical. Yeah. The last fight we got in was New Year's Eve, and so did I tell you? I told you this. You off did the tell air. me this. I'll off tell air. you this on. I'll, I'll say it on the air. And I'm a jumpy person anyway by nature. I get scared easily. Bastard scared the crap out of me the other day. For God's sake, my wife made a montage of scaring me in the house. Like when I walk in, she pops out of the bathroom. And I really, I'm, I jump. So I'm on the couch. She walks out of the bedroom and she like says something. And like, I, I jump. I'm a little bit startled. And I, I think I was texting Sandler. I was texting some other person. Um, my, my new buddy, John, Texadelphia, shout out. And sometimes I will, like I use a lot of emojis. And sometimes I use hearts as well. Like, I love it if it's. My old babysitter's like posted on my Facebook nonstop, and I do the care. I do the care reaction on Facebook, which is like a heart or a, or a, the emoji hugging the heart. Mm-hmm. So she walks out. She's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Ah," and then she goes, "What was the?" the I, I just saw a heart. Like, what was that? And I was like, I, "What are you talking about?" I'm sitting there startled. She's like, "You're jumping. You're jumpy." I was like, "You just scared me. You came out of the bedroom. I always jump." And then I always I love pulling this move. I go here, Here's take my, it. Take, Look, take my phone. There it is, right there. And you do that instantly, right? And you immediately disarm them. And you're like, here, take my phone. You know the code. 
I sit there with my phone out in front of you 25-7. You know all my passwords. So she didn't make a big deal of it. She knew, but I'll, I'll, I'll be using emojis. And, like, I, I found someone to take Romeo with the Foster program. So she'll send me. It's a girl I went to college with. She'll send me, like, Romeo pictures of him being taken care of and him being dressed up. And I'll, like, hit the love button on the photo. Like, I love that. And that's what she thought she got confused by. That was our that was our last emoji slash social media debate. So combine them. If this woman took a picture with Romeo and she was in a bikini on a beach with Romeo, are you allowed to like that photo? No. You can't like that one even nope. though Romeo's nope. in it? Nope. No bikini. <laughs> no, no swimsuit. No bikini. So no swimsuit nope. with the dog. Nope. No swimsuit. They could be posted with my, Maybe if it's with my mother. Maybe. Maybe if the girl somehow ran across my mom at a beach and the girl was in a bikini and I liked it. Maybe. What if she's getting proposed to, but she's happened to wear a bikini? That's a great question. I think I could like that one. Yes. You could I, have excuses. Could you, I, think I, could, I think I could like that one. Now, you're allowed to like a photo of, like, let's say if Amanda's at the beach with a friend and they're both in bikinis. You can like that one because she's in it. Yes. And there's no assumption of it. So it's not it's got to be. I got to tell you. And, yes. uh but I'm a big I'm a big emoji guy. I, I I go to and and the thumbs up and all that. I don't want to type out words. I don't want to do that. Instagram, you can sit there well, and thumbs up gets you canceled. Oh, now. he he hates he thumbs up. Sean hates being on our text chain. Yeah, it's the it's the <laughs> biggest beat down in his life on a day to day basis. <laughs> I was getting I was really seriously getting pissed during the Super Bowl when y'all were fighting about the anthem. You're like, like open open a, open a new text without me. RJ <laughs> was RJ was really annoying me like with his. Uh, at his insurrection party, getting on Bobby, <laughs> getting on Bobby over Sirianni crying over the anthem, and now RJ's Mr. America all of a sudden. He's patriotic. Uh, he's very patriotic. I'm Mr. America too. It was just it was lame that he was like, oh, love your country of, more. I'm thinking of Whitney. Lo- 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 love your country more. Uh, RJ Chappie was 14 transformations. Uh, so I was like, get me off of this text chain. But there it is. What are the rules? I want to know from the Tolos. When you're allowed to like or not. So uh, we do have a, a bunch of people just saying, you know, ah, well, that's so insecure. Why would you care if you liked a photo? It's like, no, that's that's a deal for a lot of people. And I think you're 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 either single or you're lying if you're saying that never get, can get you in trouble. Nine one five. The activity tab on Insta landed me in the doghouse big time. Yeah, that used to. That's what was it? The activity tab. What I was talking about earlier, which shows you everything you like. Because if you we're friends with your significant other. You could just go to the activity tab and see a stream of everything yeah. they liked all the time. Yeah. Uh, 817. My wife previews nude men for models and adult entertainment for a company. So well, she can't get mad. Well, that's her job. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But like, so like, I mean, if they're clothed, it's like, this isn't even half of what you see on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. You know, you know what gets people in trouble? Like the front page of like a lot of Instagrams, like when you just open Instagram and it's going to have, you know, now normally it filters out by your likes. But you're still going to have, like, the hot model or someone sitting there in their bikini or someone in an exercise workout video. You got to sit there, and I, I guess you can filter that stuff out, right? Like I'm like, put in Indian food, barbecue, <laughs> and Dallas Cowboys. So Keep the, that on there. The 469 says the way they used to get away with the activity tab is they said it would only show the last eight things you liked. So he would then start uh, liking, like, eight pictures <laughs> yeah. of food and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> to cover it you up. You just had to have three minutes, I guess, to yeah. to, to get clear of that. Well, but- now TikTok gets you in trouble, too, because of the algorithm. You know, if you're watching a bikini girl on there a while, it's, you know, the, right. you get in the app, you know, the next time you get in, and the first video, it's going to be some That's why I tell my wife, that's you know, why I tell her, run the TikTok account, you post the videos. 
She got that same info on her phone, so bam, there you go. Emily uh, from the 682. Emily Sandler, Jared's wife. I don't think it's that, Emily. Uh, It's definitely not because she says, this segment is partially why I'm single, LOL. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, 817, uh, my wife lets me watch blank, but liking girls' photos on Facebook is instant couch night. It's about knowing the person, too. Ah. So it's the the personal nature. Now, 214, <laughs> there's a couple. Uh, there, we're now getting suggestions on when can you like a bikini photo if there's something else going on with it. Right. Um, so right. now it's like they say, what if the photo is a bikini and it says eight years sober? Are you allowed to like their sober anniversary in a bikini? Nope. No? My wife would say, congrats. Keep, keep not keep not sipping. Yeah, you can comment. You can comment on it. Yeah, con- yes. You can write congrats. I'm not liking it. What what if <laughs> not liking it? Bikini photo and their their caption. Now look, you got dumped yesterday. This isn't a dumpable one. It's just it's, it's don't get dumped again. This shouldn't be dumpable. Bikini photo with the caption cancer free. Are you allowed to like that? Are you? Man, I don't I don't want to go. <laughs> I know. I think Sean's just scrolling past it. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> know. I didn't see it. I, I don't. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Thank you, Peyton. I'm scrolling. All right. So there you go. The rules on liking or not based upon the Mavs couple who knew Bobby Bell at the Double <laughs> AC. Sean, uh, no RJ and Bobby on DFW Sports Station. All right. Which one do you want? You want stick shift, restaurant ban, greedy people. Um. Yeah, we got we got the the OnlyFans too. Uh, I'll let you, I'll let you pick. All right. I like I always like restaurant talk. So okay. Let's get to the ah. Uh, you know what? Let's do the stick shift first. Okay. I feel like we. I don't even know if the stick shifts are still in existence or if there's an age cutoff on when people know how to drive them. So this is a story out of uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, and yeah. uh, a carjacking attempt at the Safeway in downtown Silver Spring on Monday evening was foiled. By the car's stick shift, yeah. according to Montgomery County Police. So the police say that at 6.15 p.m. on Monday, this guy was leaving Safeway. Uh, he just put his kid and the groceries in the vehicle. And as he's uh, as, as the carjacker's approaching, he shows a knife, says, give me the keys. It says victim complied and the suspect entered the vehicle. Was he allowed to get his kid out? I hope so. That doesn't specify, but... The suspect was unable. How could it not specify? It, it should say in the article whether it, the kid it doesn't was taken or not. It do, well, no, the kid wasn't. Nobody was taken because uh, well, the suspect was wasn't able out. to drive the car because it was a manual transmission. Uh, so as soon as he realized it was a manual transition, he left the car, threw the keys, and ran away. I cannot believe this does not happen more often. That we've never heard a story like this. Peyton, can you drive a stick shift? I cannot. I think I've tried once and I gave up. Ryan, can you drive a stick shift? says no way Peyton uh, Bobby uh no uh my dad tried to show me once and it was like an episode of I love Lucy it did not go well yeah so I I could get somewhere if forced to but I'm not smooth with it it's gonna stutter and stammer and maybe it's gonna go out at a stoplight uh now we had a we had a four speed back in the day uh which I think had a had, had a tough clutch and everything but I always wanted to drive a stick shift. I think it, it, it makes driving much more fun, uh, right? You feel like you're doing something the entire time. You feel like more of a driver. You feel more advanced. And I wonder if RJ can drive a stick shift. I would assume so, but it just feels like when you're shifting down and moving all around, you're like, yeah, like you're in Fast and the Furious. Uh, but I would not feel comfortable driving one. I cannot believe this has not happened more often with a carjacking. Do you think that Brian's truck gets stolen if it was a stick shift? 
I don't know if trucks like that are. You can't. I'm just saying in general, okay. his vehicle. If he had a stick shift, do you think his, his vehicle I don't know. I want to know the stats. I don't think. Like, I want to know out of I'm 10 gonna, Tolos, how many know how to drive stick? Yes. Yeah, so hit us up right now. Tell us if you know how to drive a stick shift, like, if you know how to drive a manual. Like and my, your age. Give me your age and if you know how to do it. Yeah. Because I think anybody under 30 really right now doesn't know how to do it anymore. Yeah, right? Because now you have even push button starter. Like my mom would be like, you need to know how to drive both. Uh, so that would be like a requirement. She's like, all right, let's go ahead. We're going to go around the driveway, and you learn how to do this. But I don't know if stick shifts are still a thing. This seems like – this is 2021 from the website carscoops.com. 66% of Americans say they know how to drive a manual. No way. BS. BS. I think it's under 50. I agree. There's there's I no think, way. I think, you know, around 50 Let's, may be kind. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Oh, we're getting blown up now here. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Too many. Too fast. 24, no. Four, uh, geez, they're updating too fast. Yes, I'm 51. Yes, 39. 28, yes. Yes, I do. 30 years old. Uh, 25, no. 26, yes. 37, no. 40, yes. 49, yes. 36, barely. Look at the ages. So Yeah. I mean, this is the, the younger crowd. 40, no. Uh, 51, yes. 29, no. So, yeah, it's it's generally, it looks like the crowd that's under 30 doesn't do it as much. 24, been driving manuals ever since I could learn to drive. 53, female, yes. There we go. Uh, 27-year-old, no. 26, no. 37, yes. So, I mean, it's literally, it's like watching a slot machine refresh with everybody's answers here. Okay. Did your parents ever try to make you be like, you're going to need to know how to do this one day? Let's practice. No, they're like, if the option is there to get automatic, for sure, just get the automatic. <laughs> yeah. Don't even worry about it. It's it was through the- another friend that I was learning stick shift because their parents had a car and stuff. I was like, you know, I want to try. They took me to a parking lot. Did not work. Do both of you youngins use cruise control? All the time. No, I've never used cruise control. Never? Not, not one time. Why? I just, par- paranoid? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I've just never touched it. Now, this is interesting. We got a text here. said, my 22-year-old girlfriend came over from Colombia, and when she was in Colombia, they were required to learn manual like you had to and so she knows how to do it okay there you go so is it just like cursive and stick shifts that are going to go by this generation or is cursive disappearing? yeah they don't teach cursive in school anymore they shouldn't i learned that except for signatures but i'm just saying in general they don't teach it anymore yeah. so there's there's been this little bit of lamenting from from the older generation that oh my gosh cursive has gone by the wayside all right we're chopping it up here without rj choppy here on 105.3 the fan fallout boy ticket giveaway is on the way during the expressway everyday commercial free uh from 7 20 until eight o'clock restaurant ban what just one more text 469 i went on a date with a girl who drove a stick shift she got too drunk i had to drive i can't drive a stick Ugh. shift i didn't get a second date also <laughs> oh, it's his fault so so but you know what there's another reason you 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 minimize carjackings you get second dates there's i should learn how to drive a stick shift that's what i'm saying also yeah. isn't the gas mileage supposed to be better on those too I, I don't know i think so uh this is a new jersey restaurant is coming under fire after it has banned kids under 10 over crazy messes. So this is an upscale New Jersey restaurant has adopted a controversial new policy that may strike some as either heartlessly stuffy or just common sense. No kids under 10 are allowed in its dining room. The restaurant is called Nettie's Hmm. and they cited high noise levels, insufficient space for high chairs and servers, quote, cleaning up crazy messes as some of the reasons for instituting the ban, which takes effect in March. I don't totally have a problem with this. I don't either. And I have two kids under 10. I don't either. And my kids are generally well behaved at dinner, but like I also understand if you if you have a certain atmosphere that you want, 
you don't want to tax your wait staff too much if there are unruly kids. Yeah. And you don't want to upset, you know, other restaurant goers. So I don't actually have a problem with this. I don't either. I mean, the same goes for resorts, resort vacations, right? You can go to the resort that has kids and doesn't have kids. Bars, not allowed to take kids into bars or have them sit at the bar. Unless it's Boomer Jacks. No, unless I bring it's, my kids in there. Unless it's Boomer Jacks. There's Bobby going right for RJ's wallet. As soon as he, <laughs> he leaves Coffin, here's Bobby. Hey, and they're his... Love of the Star sponsor, too. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, so, no, it would suck to go there and just find out the rule, uh, but this will help the message get out. Um, although, I'm trying to think. like, How many times have you gone to a restaurant and been annoyed by any kid next to you? It's very, very rare. It's not like it's not like an airplane experience, right? My my amount of airplane experiences with a kid crying is way more than being in a restaurant with a kid. Although I did find out that so how do I say this and not get people in trouble? My kids' school, all the parents were like, "Hey, we're going to a lunch. Like, uh, let's go out at like 4 p.m. Let's go to uh, Mikosina." And then, you know, have have an early dinner and then go pick up the kids. And I was like, I don't really want to go to Miko Cena before picking up my child. Like, Miko Cena has the strongest margaritas around. And I don't want to go and have two margaritas and go get my kid. It makes me feel, you know, I'm a little bit paranoid about that. So my wife was like, no, come on. One of us will not drink, blah, blah, blah. I go in this Miko Cena. And it's a back room. And it's like a damn McDonald's plate. Play play space space play, play play place play place. It's like a play place. This is like the hidden place for all parents in Dallas. As these parents are in there slamming margaritas nonstop, kids on top of tables running around. If I was in that scene, like going into a Miko scene, expecting a nice dinner, I'd be like, this is way too much. But it seemed like they just put all the parents and the kids in a back room. And this place was packed. So this is the this is the Friday place to be. Apparently, if you have children and you want to pick them up uh, to have you know three or four margaritas beforehand. Well, and here's here's one of the. But the, if I'm going to like a nice steakhouse, you know what I mean? Like this is this is literally I, it's called Nettie's uh, House of Spaghetti. So it's a spaghetti place. Oh, okay. Now now here's the thing, and mm. so like I think we all y'all y'all y- 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 y'all got enough business to be able to do that. Kids eat spaghetti. So well, and that's the thing. Somebody said this is really sad to hear. I was looking forward to trying out your place, but with a well-behaved nine-year-old, I'm not welcome. My daughter's nine. She's one of the most well-behaved children of all time, and that's not a reflection of me. Yeah, it's you just brought her to Boomer is. Jacks, and she was. Well, you were getting hammered. She's she's very well-behaved, and she's and so like yeah like. I'm just imagining putting myself in the position of, okay, what if we were planning, like, this is one of her favorite places to eat, and she wanted to do, like, her birthday dinner here, and we got to tell her, like, no, you're nine. You don't. Also, how are you? Are you going to card nine-year-olds? Well, this like, is. Like, are you nine? <laughs> what is the age limit? Ten. If you're under ten, you can't be in. That's a great question. So, this is not, I just looked up the menu. This is not an Olive Garden. This is, like, a nice Italian place, right? When, when I'm seeing marinated olives and whipped buttermilk ricotta on Ooh. the appetizer Ooh. list. Uh, they're not they're not just serving breadsticks and all you can eat salads. So they can probably get away with it. They seem like an upscale place. It's a, I, I imagine the, the what families are going to do is similar. Now, obviously, you can't get away with it if you've got a three-year-old. But, like, I imagine what people are going to do is is similar to the same thing of when it's like kids 12 and under eat free and you tell them that your 13-year-old is 12. You're going to tell them that your 9-year-old is 10. I'm or guessing. the movies. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's the age for free or 
Uh, it's 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 really young. It's like two, I think, these days. But either way, that the, the bigger argument and the one we need to have maybe later about movies is the the unspoken. Do you take snacks in there or not? Which I will not. Why? Kristen and I fight about that all the time. I'm actually looking out for you because they don't make most of their money off the box office. They make it off the concessions. I'm trying to help AMC's bottom line, Sean. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Chopping it up with Sean Tree from Bobby Bell. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On 105.3 The Fan, let's hook you up for turning it on, leaving it on like we do every day. All right, Tolos, caller number 10 right now at 877-881-1053 wins a pair of tickets to see Fallout Boy along with Bring Me the Horizon and much more when they all rock out at Dos Equis Pavilion on June 28th. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877-881-1053. All right, has Des Bryant joined the conspiracy theorists? Is it Dez and Antonio Brown joining the Arian Foster team? Uh, you judge for yourself. I don't know if this totally qualifies him, but uh, Antonio Brown posted a video to his Instagram of Kanye claiming that the NFL is rigged. Yes, Kanye West is agreeing with Arian Foster. I see my host throw that game. I see him throw that game. And it's so funny. It's weird because I'm... I'm, I'm, you know, it's like some bipolarity, right? Because I see Mahomes, and I can see it in his face. I've seen a couple passes he threw. I knew the conversation. The conversation is like, you got a long career ahead of you. We need our boy to get seven rings. And I love Tom Brady, too, so I'm, I'm torn. You know what I'm saying? You're not always one thing. When you were A.B.? You were A.B.? Yeah, I'm, I'm with A.B. I'm talking about when Tom Brady won that Super Bowl over Mahomes, okay. right? So I seen him throw a pass. And it looked like Christian Leitner running up the court slow to me. Because I've seen it. I've seen it. I know. And I knew what the conversation was. The conversation, you got a long career ahead of you. You ain't going to be coming out doing all this. You ain't going to be moonwalking today, Mahomes. So there's Kanye. Des Bryant reacting. I got to keep it G. I'll be lying if I didn't say something similar. That was an obvious fixed game. Truthfully, some of the things we all love can be corrupt. Ain't no such thing as a fair game. You got to find your cult because this world shares so many dishonest perspectives. So, look, the headline to this was a middle, a little bit misleading. Dez agrees. NFL is rigged. If players want to isolate one game or two games and saying, I believe the fix was in, I'm not going to attack that. I'm cool with that. I would say that about Lakers, Kings, the Chris Webber, White Chocolate, Vlade Divac, Kings, I believe got screwed, and I was rooting for the Lakers. It was just like crazy. 
Uh, so if you want to isolate it, I don't think Dez is agreeing that they get the script. Dez ain't agreeing with the script here, and I'm glad because I was going to have to come on here and destroy your boy. No, yeah, I think he's just, uh, look, that's how often do we get uh, the, like, I think Pac-Man Jones did that once where after game, he's like, this is rigged. Like, I mean, players get emotional, not that Dez was playing in this game, but I mean, players get emotional or react to those sorts of things and, and, and we'll make that claim. I don't think Dez believes the NFL as a whole is rigged. Like, like Dez is one of those guys where if it was rigged, he would have told us long ago and would have said, yeah, they're, they're having us do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And and he wouldn't have been thrilled to go along with the Dean Blandino script on dropping the ball. So that's Dez uh, and Arian Foster. Has Arian Foster responded to, like, everyone reacting to him, like Adam Thielen did with us the other day at the Super Bowl? No, I haven't. Let me see. Does he have a Twitter? He does. Uh, I have not seen. He do, he's a rapper now, I guess, is his big thing. Mm. Um, all he, he's, he tweeted the other day, script jokes flying around the world, and then it's a Grinch smiling emoji. All right, let's get to some odds. From Bet Online, a 2024 Super Bowl favorite is who? Let's see if you can take RJ's spot here with Vegas. 2024 Super Bowl favorite, the Kansas City Chiefs. It is the Kansas City Chiefs at five to one. Peyton, you can chime in as well. Who is number two? Peyton, I'll, I'll, I'll have you guess. After Kansas City, who has the second best odds to win it all? You know what? I will take the Buffalo Bills. Incorrect. Mm. Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia is seven to one. Peyton Buffalo is eight to one, tied with someone else. Buffalo is eight to one, tied with somebody. Yep. And you're asking me or Peyton? Uh, Give me the Bengals. Whoever's turn. It's Bengals. It's not. Oh, it's 49ers. How is San Fran always up here despite a quarterback question? Because they're that good with like outside of the quarterback. If they just get the quarterback right, they are that good. The Bobby Belt Theory, his number one win on the show, that Brock Purdy would lead San Fran far because it's the system. So San Fran is also 8-1. to one. Cincinnati is then 9-1. to one. Who's after Cincy? Pretty uh, big drop-off all the way down to 16-1. to one. Dallas. The, 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 the Detroit Dallas, Lions. The Dallas, yeah. <laughs> the, the Dallas Cowboys, 16-1. to one. Right after Cincy, San Fran, Buffalo, Philly, and Kansas City. 22 to 1. So there's a drop from Cincy to Dallas. Then there's a drop from Dallas to the Chargers. Then the Ravens, who hired a new offensive coordinator yesterday. Apparently, they got Lamar Jackson's input. So that's a good sign for Baltimore if they want to keep Lamar. Baltimore, Denver. Wow. So we have not hit Jacksonville yet. Denver's tied with Jacksonville. That's absurd. Isn't it? Well, yes. It's the Sean Payton effect. Baltimore, Denver, Jacksonville, Vegas, the Jets are all 25 to 1. That Jacksonville to me is, there's an argument Jacksonville could be behind Dallas. Well, they they are like, like I, mean, I mean, the one directly behind Dallas, like the next best oh, odds after the, next the Cowboys. Best. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think there's an argument to be made they should have better odds than the Ravens and the Chargers. I mean, they just beat the Chargers. Man, Payton, you said it. If this is not giving a ton of respect to Sean Payton. That Sean Payton is going to come in here and fix Russell Wilson like that, that seems like you're taking advantage of a fan base. Denver must bet heavily. All right, uh, give me the worst odds. The team that has the least chance of winning it all next year. Let's go with the Houston Texans. It is the armpit. 150 to 1. 
Then? Then it is the... Man, uh, the Chicago Bears. No. The... You're not going to guess it. Really? I'm not... Um... Pepe? Man, um, it can't be the Jets anymore because I think they're going to get Rodgers. Um... Plus, he already named them. Oh, yeah. Would it be... Welcome to the show. Tampa Bay? It is not Tampa Bay. Uh, let's go with... Uh, Indianapolis. No, they're third worst. Arizona. It is Arizona. How can Arizona with Kyler Murray be 100 to 1? 100 to 1 to win it all as they named Jonathan Gannon coach. Man, they were minus 109 last year on their point differential, which is awful. And then when you combine with that all the questions where people seemed leery of the quarterback that they're locked into, I could see it. Will Tom Brady unretire? No. No is minus 2,000. Jeez. So 1 to 20. 49ers starting quarterback week one. Trey Lance. It is Trey Lance. One to three. Then it's Rodgers, Brock Purdy, Jimmy G. I wonder how different that is if Purdy's... Like, I'm assuming part of that factor is just Purdy's elbow. Like, if Purdy's elbow was an issue, would he be above Rodgers? Just to tell you, like, Vegas is not as good with these futures. The Cardinals' next head coach favorite was Brian Flores, then Vance Joseph, then Kafka, then... Uh, Jonathan Gannon. So he was fourth. Next Colts full-time head coach was Wink Martindale, Jeff Saturday, Raheem Morris, Aaron Glenn, Brian Callahan, someone named Evero, and then Shane Steichen. So he was like fourth, tied for fourth in terms of getting that job. So they don't nail those futures like that. Mavs, Denver tonight. Who is Kyrie Irving really? Bobby Belt has some of the answers next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 